Hey everyone, welcome back to the CCC podcast, Centered, an exploration of spiritual practices for everyday life. If you've been with us over the past two weeks, you know that we've been learning together how to find stillness. In our lives, there are huge amounts of noise and motion surrounding us every day, but we know that even amongst all that noise, it is possible to find stillness. Many even call it peace that we can find inside and even amidst this noise. Uh, If you are just joining us for the first time today, we really encourage you to go back and listen to the very first episode as each week we really build on some practices uh, that we're learning together. Uh, But either way, we're really glad you're here. With that, let's jump into week three. This week, we're going to be learning a form of prayer called Lectio Divina. It's a Latin word, and and it means sacred reading. But what that really looks like is taking the stillness that we've been discovering over the past couple weeks, uh, that sort of centered place through things like breath practice and using our movement to help us find centeredness, starting from that place of stillness and slowly reading a passage of Scripture so that we can listen to Scripture with more than just our ears. As we've said before, we know there are plenty of people out there, uh, maybe even you listening to this podcast, who are skeptical about the Bible, who maybe don't believe in God or or aren't really interested in anything about the church. And if that's you, I'm, I'm really, really glad you're here. I want you to know that these practices can be incredibly meaningful and life giving, regardless of your perspective on God or faith. Or church. So I'm just glad you're here and, and I hope encourage you to keep going forward with an open mind. This Christian scriptures have been life-giving to millions of people over thousands of years and they can be life-giving to you today as well. Also, like we've said before, these practices are not things that I or anybody at our church has just kind of come up with on our own. Rather, these are practices that people of faith have learned and refined and engaged in for hundreds of in some forms, thousands of years. So I'm going to outline kind of an overall structure for how we're going to practice Lectio together today. And the structure that I outline and we practice today, that's going to be the starting point for the next three episodes of this podcast. At any point, if you want to practice Lectio on your own, I'd encourage you, come and listen to this podcast again to just remind yourself of the structure, and you can engage Lectio in almost any passage of Scripture. But some of the best places to start are some of the stories of the life of Jesus, as well as some Psalms uh, from the Old Testament, and that's what we're going to engage in in these next few weeks or next few days. But before jumping into that overview of Lectio, uh, our co-host Kaylee Rada is here with us today as well. Hello. And Kaylee, you know, you grew up here at Centennial Covenant Church. You grew up going to church, learning about praying, learning about reading the Bible, and and all sorts of other things that people might associate with being in a church. As we're exploring these faith practices together here on the Centered Podcast, I would love it if you would tell us a little bit about what has it been like for you to see your understanding of God and faith and prayer grow and develop over these past few years of your life? Yeah, I think like many other kids who grow up in the church, I really struggled to find a way to make faith my own. I knew of a lot of stories and a lot of um, just ways that we would interact with scripture during Sunday school and youth group. And 
past that though, I didn't really have a, a spiritual practice that was consistent. So, uh, I, I kind of found myself a little frustrated and feeling a little incompetent when it came to mm-hmm. learning the Bible on my own and really, um, making a daily practice of it. Um, but what I found was the more that I opened my eyes to different ways that other people were engaging the Bible, a lot of it came from discussion and asking questions and asking for help. Um, I really was able to find different ways to engage that kind of reflected the individuality of my personal relationship with God instead Mm. of just a group relationship or the way that I was taught in church. Um, But I really had to find almost my own language with God to interact on our own. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll ever really be done figuring that out. But it is a journey for sure, and everyone's different. And so for me, I had to learn a lot about who I was and who I was dedicating my life to and how God and I can really have that personal relationship. That's really good. And I really like that idea that all of us can speak to God and all of us can connect with God, but we might speak with different languages because we're all on our own journey. And and I really love that. You said you think you'll never be done figuring this out. And I think that's a great uh, kind of point of view for all of us to have is this is a way that we can be on a journey of learning together. Well, thanks for sharing, Kaylee. Um, With that in mind, uh, let's do a quick overview now of how to practice Lectio Divina, how to take the stillness that we've been learning and use it to allow us to hear God speak through his scripture in powerful ways. So first, I'm just going to give you just a quick walk through the process. It has five parts. And yes, um, the way I wrote them here, it makes all five parts an alliteration, all starting with a letter R. The five steps are relax, read, reflect, respond, and rest. Again, the five steps of Lectio are relax, read, reflect, respond, and rest. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about each step, and then we're going to briefly go through a practice today. So first of all, relax. The goal at the beginning of Lectio is to try and eliminate distractions. Slow down, take a deep breath, Keep learning how to let go of some of the worries or thoughts that draw our minds constantly in different directions. You might um, engage some of the breath practices or movement practices that we've covered in the last couple weeks, but however works best for you, you know, finding stillness, sitting comfortably in a chair, uh, maybe closing your eyes, we start our Lectio by reminding ourselves that we can stop and we can relax. Then the second step, is to read. This is our first of a few slow and attentive recitations of a passage of scripture. After we find that place of inner stillness, uh, I'm going to slowly read through a passage of scripture. And remember, as I'm reading slowly, this is a time to push aside the hurry of our lives to say, I don't have to rush. I don't have to get to the end of this, but we can enjoy slowly hearing part of scripture read. And then during this whole first reading, there's one simple question. What word or phrase is standing out to you as you hear this passage read? So in our first reading, we just ask, what word or phrase stands out to you? 
The third step is reflect. Um, Reflection is an effort to not just notice something in scripture, but to go a a step further and say, what significance does this have in my life? It's an effort to understand the significance that this passage has for you. So I'll slowly read the same passage a second time through. And as we read the second time through, just consider why did that specific word or phrase stand out to you? Why did you notice it? What do you think their significance is? You might even reflect on questions like, what does this passage reveal to you about people? What does it reveal about God? What does this passage reveal about yourself? We're going to read the same passage and I'll invite you to reflect on the passage's significance for you. Then fourth, we respond. This is where we don't simply reflect on the meaning, but we actually engage or maybe we even talk with God about the passage. I'll slowly read the same text one more time, but make this reading more of a conversation with God. You might ask God, God, how do I put into practice what this passage is telling me? Uh, God, why am I resistant in any way if you are? Or God, where am I excited about this? The purpose of responding is our growth. Once we've noticed something and once we've reflected on it, we want to let that prompt us to grow. And we actually know that being observant and drawing conclusions for our life is a powerful way to mature and grow in any area of life. Uh, Finally, the last step is rest. We just become absorbed in this moment. We've read through the passage three times, and now we're just going to let the significance sink in. You might... um, Take the word or phrase that stood out and use it almost as a form of breath prayer. Uh, You might envision something in your imagination. You might envision the scene from the prayer. But simply let other thoughts go away and rest in whatever significance you found in this moment of silence and hearing God speak through his scripture. Finally, um, both after we practice Lectio together today or any other time this week and also anytime where you're engaging in spiritual practice this way, I'd really encourage you to consider writing down things that are standing out to you, things that you're observing about yourself, things that you're learning, because we know that anytime you write things down, it helps you internalize and continue to grow, uh, which is exactly what we're trying to do in this community that we call the Centered Podcast. With that introduction, uh, I'm going to briefly go through Electio with you right now. I'm going to move a little more quickly through this particular uh, passage and readings, but know that in the other three episodes this week, we're going to spend a lot more time practicing Lectio together. So let's just let this be our very first experience. Uh, And with that, I'd encourage you now to make sure you are comfortable. Uh, Maybe find a comfortable chair, put your feet on the floor. Uh, If there's any tension that you have in your shoulders, in your back, just let it rest. If you are comfortable now, let's begin our Lectio with the first part, which is relax. And I'd invite you, as we have in the past, to take a few deep breaths. Continue to learn how to let go of distractions or the worries that you might be facing.
And now hear these words from the book of John, chapter 13, where Jesus shares a meal with his disciples just before the end of his life. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So, Jesus got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. What word or phrase stood out to you from this passage? As I read a second time, consider what is the significance of that word or phrase for you? Why did you notice it? What stands out to you? What is this passage revealing to you? Here again, the words of the Gospel of John. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the evening meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. 
now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. As I read a third and final time, respond to God. Consider how might you put this passage into practice. Whatever stood out to you, are you in any way resistant to it or excited and eager to respond to it? Engage with God and be observant so that you might draw a conclusion about how you can respond to this scripture in your life. The evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. And finally, we'll finish our Lectio with rest. Simply letting this passage sink in maybe repeating whatever word or phrase stood out to you, or maybe even envisioning in the eye of your imagination a scene from the story. Take the last couple minutes of this podcast and simply rest in this moment of stillness. encourage you to come back and engage with Lectio in the next three practices this week. Again, if you haven't listened to the beginning episodes of this podcast, I'd encourage you to do so. It is great to be with you on this journey of learning spiritual practice together, and may you find your life a little more centered. Grace and peace.